Hey everyone, welcome to Morning Breath Radio with your host Kayla and Alyssa. We want to start off by introducing ourselves to our new listeners. We've decided to build this station off of our daily inspiration. Sometimes it's good inspiration and sometimes it's not. We want to touch on topics that not too many people want to talk about. But still obviously reaching out to those who can possibly relate. So before we get into any topics, I think it's important that we both take a moment to introduce ourselves. So as many of you already know, Kayla and I have been friends for about three years or so now. Oh my god, three years. Isn't that crazy? That's, it's, it feels surreal. Now that we say it out loud, it's surreal. Time seriously flies and now we're sitting here making a podcast together. How do you put up with me? I don't know. (laughs) Sometimes I have to wonder how I put up with myself. Right. Yeah. You're not the problem, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) So let's do a flashback. So Alyssa and I technically went to college together, but we weren't in the same graduating class. We like knew each other in passing, Yes. but we didn't actually become good friends until we externed and worked at the same animal clinic as veterinary technicians. That Um, Kayla still works at and I am actually retired there. Um, I'm actually going back to nursing school starting in August. Isn't that crazy to think about? That's wild. Are you excited? I am. I am also very nervous. I think it's a mixture of both because I'm excited to start the new journey and whatnot, but it's nerve-wracking working with live humans that you're taking (laughs) care of every day. I think anybody would be nervous about that, so just kind of going to roll with it. I think that's perfect. Honestly, we have so much experience already in the animal and veterinary field. You'll be fine. Okay, enough about me. Let's head over to you. (laughs) Okay. So I have some questions for you. And I want to first start off by asking you, what is your favorite part of being a veterinary technician or a veterinary nurse? So this is probably one of my favorite questions that I've gotten asked over the last, what, two, three years now. (laughs) My favorite part of being a veterinary technician or a veterinary nurse, if you will, is being able to take care and love something that cannot give it back to you. And I will say that until the day I die because I believe so fully in something like that. It's this idea of this living being, you know, coming in, whether it's on wellness, whether it's on emergency, whatever the case may be, and you you can't communicate with them. They can't tell you what's wrong. And you have to be able to recognize and understand them in a way that's a type of different communication than, you know, us having this podcast conversation. Absolutely. You know, this it's a it's an intellectual conversation with a being that can't talk to you, which is phenomenal. And you now have to treat this living being. Incredible. And I think it's so awesome to, you know, be a part of that big of a connection with an animal. Incredible. I love that. Love that. It's so amazing. And as me being a veterinary, retired veterinary technician, you know, I completely understand that. And I, I wish more people did and knew what your job consisted of because it's, I know. it's one of the most emotionally destructive things I've had to do. And I know that you feel the same way. It's a hard job. And a lot of people don't know exactly what we do. And sometimes it can be frustrating, (laughs) Right. but I do a lot of stuff at work and I want people to know that it is a tough job and it does exist and people can do it if you are interested in doing something like that. But it is, it is tough. It's hard. 
Okay, well, I love that answer. <laughs> Very well said, and I love it. So I guess with keeping on kind of on track with that question, what pets do you have of your own? I have quite a few pets at home, actually. So I currently have a blue-nosed pit at home named Teague. Um, we rec rescued him Oh my gosh. So he just That's turned a while ago, five. Huh? Yeah, he just turned five. And we got him about, I believe, 15 months um, old uh, at a local shelter. And he was honestly the sweetest thing I've ever met in my life. He loves everyone um, and everything. He wants to just love. That's all he wants. And then I also have a white boxer at home named Zeus. He's about four now. Um, they're the coolest dudes on the planet. They get along with everyone. They love attention. They love other animals. It's it's really nice. Aww. I also have two rats at home as well named Bert and Ernie. So, <laughs> so cute. And those who speculate against rats, they are actually really intelligent, incredible animals. So sweet. And on that note, adopt, not shop. I completely agree. <laughs> All right, so the next question I have for you is, what is your ultimate dream occupation? That's a good question. So, <laughs> fun fact for everybody, before I got into veterinary medicine, which actually didn't even think about getting into, I originally wanted to go to school for fine art. Wow, I'm really? a huge, I'm a huge art nerd. I actually wanted to just be a plain old fine artist and potentially go into art therapy with, yeah. like, kids and, you know, get into, like, the more psychological end of it all. But, yeah, I wanted to go to school for art. So it's definitely a, a little bit of a shift in occupation and field, but... I know the I knew that you were an art nerd and there was a couple right. things that I knew, but that's amazing. And didn't you get accepted into a school in England? Yeah, you see, yeah, That's incredible. Yeah. Good for you. So, kind of going along with that question, um, I wanted to ask you, other than art and other than veterinary medicine, is there any other field that you had your eye on at any other point in your life? Absolutely. Before going into veterinary medicine, I actually looked into occupational therapy, which is a job um, equivalent to physical therapy. They're kind of hand-in-hand in aspect. Mm more detail work but same aspect of physical therapy and I just was not cut out for it it was not what I wanted to do I wasn't happy I didn't like the idea that you know I was doing the same old thing every day with veterinary medicine you have absolutely no idea what's going to walk in the door and yeah. that's kind of where I I caught on and I latched on and I, I love the idea that there are so many possibilities so many animals test your skills too. exactly exactly so I just I dropped that idea and I went into veterinary medicine and so far it's been fantastic love it that's amazing <laughs> well thank you for sharing I was very interested and I'm sure the rest of us were interested in hearing that as well so well, for the next couple minutes I'm going to pick Alyssa's brain okie dokie <laughs> so we segued from talking about you going back to nursing school so yeah. let me ask why did you choose to go back to nursing it's been a very hard decision of mine changing from the veterinary side to the human side but if I'm being completely honest I just want to humble myself as a person and take care of not only animals but human beings too and I think that's beautiful honestly thank you it's hard enough just working with anim animals but I think going into human medicine is even more important so I think that's great now 
As, as you know, most of the general public have no idea what a veterinary nurse or a veterinary technician is. So, Alyssa, why don't you tell us? I want to start off by first saying that I think the word veterinary technician or vet tech just sounds so unprofessional. I completely agree. <laughs> because the job is so incredible and the things that techs do is far more than what it sounds. I think the first thing people think of when you hear, you know, when they hear veterinary technician or vet tech, to me at least, tech sounds very computer-like. Very just technology, anything with technology in general, computer support, any of that. But people really don't know and as I and many other people in the veterinary field think that the name should be changed from veterinary technician to veterinary nurse, a veterinary technician is a a nurse for animals. It is, right. if not more equivalent, I mean, veterinary technicians can do really anything in the hospital for these animals. Other than performing surgery, as the doctor would, they can honestly do anything for the animals. Blood work, x-rays. So if you think about it, when you go to a human hospital, you know, you have somebody specifically doing your x-rays or specifically doing your blood work, phlebotomists, x-ray techs, so on and so forth. Right. But being a veterinary technician, you're responsible for all those duties. Isn't that crazy to think it's about crazy. that we have all these skills that we have to acquire in order to pretty much do everything, you know, for these doctors. So obviously animals mean a lot to you and I'm sure you have animals at home. Yes, I do have two little kitties (laughs) and they're my pride and joy. I have Mia and Milo. Mm -hmm. Mia's about seven and Milo's almost three. Which they are the cutest things. Side (laughs) note. They love everybody. They are so sweet. And if most of you don't already know, veterinary medicine has grown so much in Pittsburgh. We have huge animal facilities here, and I think it's great because Pittsburgh is pretty good about animal care and um, animal hospitalization and everything that revolves around that stuff. So it's really, really cool to be a part of a city that's really in-depth with animal medicine. It's really cool. Absolutely. Now... Um, you are technically not from Pittsburgh, am I right? You are right, that is correct. (laughs) (laughs) I get asked this a lot because, believe it or not, every time I meet a new person and they don't know that I'm from Pennsylvania or from Pittsburgh, people automatically assume that that I'm either from A, California, (laughs) I guess it's like my hippie vibes that I go off, I don't know what it is, I don't think I have an accent, but I get that, or I either get that I'm from another country. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm actually from a very small town in Ohio named Lorraine. Lorraine is very, very close to Cleveland. So when people ask me, I usually just say Cleveland because when I say Lorraine, they ask, where is that at? They Mm -hmm. have no idea. But Lorraine is a very cute, small town. Everybody knows everybody. And my family and I lived on Lake Erie when I was younger. So that's what I consider home and that's where I'm originally from. That's so cool. And it's really cool that she could come to Pittsburgh and float on in and do really well. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Now, last question for you. Why did you start this podcast with me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. That is a a tough one because 
I just have so many reasons. I guess for one, I used to write a lot and I have a lot of thoughts and I have a lot of emotions that I think people can truly relate to. And if those of you who don't know, Alyssa is a fantastic writer. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so you are. That's so kind of you to say. But I really, yeah, I think it's just the fact that I used to write all the time and I journalized everything. I mean, right. for those of you who follow me on my Instagram, that's what my blog started as. I right. started my blog as a writing blog account. And they so, were pretty good. Thank if those you. of you who do not follow, you should. But anyway. But yeah, so, you know, I guess it's just one of those things where I have so much to say. And I think that people used to always ask me for advice whenever they would see my the things that I would write and the things that I would express, people would always ask me for advice and, you know, my thoughts and opinions on something that they right. were going through or they were having issues with. And I just think that the best thing I can do while I'm on this earth is help people understand and relate to things that they might not think that anybody else in this world is going through. I completely agree with that, 100%. And that is why we are here, because we have some pretty uh, fantastic days, and I think um, we should share them. I agree. And not all of them are fantastic, but exactly. I just think it's super important for us to, to, to women that have gone through a lot in life at such a young age, I think it's important that we do something with it and we turn it positive and we, we show the world that we're there for you and you know, you're there for us and we can talk to each other through, if, if it's email, if it's DMs on Instagram, right. you know, anything. I just think it's important that we have that relationship. I agree. So to wrap up today's episode on Morning Breath Radio, I'm going to go ahead and ask Kayla some questions relating to her blog and then vice versa, just so you guys can get a good idea and a little bit of a background of what we do as bloggers. So Kayla, I'm going to go ahead and start with you. And my first question to you would be, what kind of blogger do you classify yourself as? <laughs> I actually classify myself as a plant blogger, if you will. I started my blog in November, and it has kind of exploded out of nowhere. Right. <laughs> um, as Alyssa knows, I currently have like 8K now, and I literally have only had it since November. So... Kudos to everybody who has followed me in the last couple months. You guys have literally been such an inspiration to me. I really don't know how it got this big, and I didn't plan on it getting this big, yeah. but it has become this huge endeavor of mine, and I'm so happy that I did it because it's so much fun. Hey, awesome. So with that being said, on the topic of being a blogger and your account, who would you say your biggest influencer fan is on Instagram right now? <laughs> or should I say your favorite Plantstagram? Okay. So I would probably say that my biggest influencer on Instagram would probably be the people who follow me, actually. Or, like, the closest accounts that I have that, yeah. you know, I contact every day. Um, I have so many plant friends that I've kind of gained over the last couple months. I've gotten really, really close to a lot of them. Mm -hmm. If you guys check out my blog, I have hosted two plant swaps so far. <laughs> and if you don't know what a plant swap is, it is basically an event that somebody hosts or multiple people host where you can bring houseplants that you own that you either a, don't want anymore or have like propagated or whatever the case may be and you get to swap them out for plants that you don't already current currently own which is really cool yeah cool 
And I think that's a really good answer because sometimes it's so hard to pinpoint one person as your biggest blogging Instagram fan. So I like that answer. Um, so my next question for you would be, what kind of people do you want following your blogging account? So I guess this kind of goes hand in hand. I mean, it's it's one of those things where the people who influence me the most are the people closest to me sometimes, where these people that have been my mentors and my friends through this account have literally changed my life. They teach me things every day, and I teach them things, and it's kind of like this this beautiful symbiosis of like learning all of these new things about plants and owning plants and keeping plants alive and the whole community has been just so good to me and I yeah I love it awesome yeah I'm so excited to hear all that because I'm sure some people don't really understand like what a plant blogger is and right they don't understand everything that's involved so. and it's so much fun yeah <laughs> read all right well thank you so much so I have a few questions for you Liz so why did you start your blog so I started my blog really not as a joke at first at all, by all means. I don't want to downplay it. Right. But I didn't think that it was going to be what it is today. And I can totally relate <laughs> that. I kind of started it as, you know, we're going to start this. We're going to see where it goes. I don't really have, obviously I have goals, but I don't have any set plans for it. So I started it just to, on a whim, you know, I was interested in the idea of it, but I wasn't sure where it would really go. I think it's so awesome to be able to go to a certain part in a community that I can talk to and relate to, and I can inspire people on there, and it's such a cool place to express your individuality and express the life that you created and everything that you think is important to you. And it's just such an amazing support system. Listen, the girls anybody, that follow me, I, I, they're some of the nicest people I've ever met in my life, and we've never even met in person. If anybody understands that, that's me. I right. mean, that's the same way with the plant community. Right. So, yeah, I, I honestly, obviously did not expect it to be what it is today, but, you know, I started it because I wanted to show people my individuality and my uniqueness and what makes me me and everything in my life and how, how important it is to me. That's beautiful, honestly. Thank and you. like I said, if anybody gets it, I completely agree. You gain this community that you didn't even know existed. Right. And the support system that comes with it is honestly the most refreshing thing. And the most, I think, beneficial and important thing. I agree. Now, where do you see your blog a year from now? A year from now? I obviously want to just keep it growing, keep keep working with people, keep influencing people. And I really just want to keep growing as a person and I just want to meet new people and just, I guess, just keep growing. I know I keep saying that, but just keep growing and keep learning and just continue to reach my goals. See, that's the best part. Right. I, that's the best part, reaching goals and just growing as a person. That's all you can ask for. I, I mean, I don't, you know, it's, all you can ask for is to keep growing and keep learning and. And bettering yourself. Being excited. I think that's. Well, you got to stay, you got to stay positive and be excited and just keep moving forward. I think that's perfect. Now, would you do your blog any differently? Like looking back at your blog right now, like would you change anything or do you just want to keep continuing on? I don't necessarily think that I would change anything per se, but I do kind of wish that I would have changed my mindset a little bit. I remember when I first started blogging and I, when I first created my business account, I was following 
girls and guys that had massive, I mean massive amounts of likes and followers. And I got, I got caught up in the Instagram, right? in the Instagram, the whole Instagram should be or whatever you want to say or call it, you know, and I wish I kind of want to change my mind and took a step back and realized, okay, just because you're a beginner does not mean that you won't succeed. Right. And, you and just started- because you aren't where you are now isn't mean doesn't mean that you won't get to where you want to be. I agree. And you started your account what shortly after I started mine. So we have three, kind of been on the same journey together here. I believe three days after. Wow. So almost identical, yeah. So, you know, I wish I could have changed my mindset, but at that time, you know, you're a new blogger, you don't really know and you're just starting out. So if I could give that if I could look back and, and change that, I would, but all I can do now is is take that advice and, and give it to the next new blogger. I think that's wonderful. Thank you. A huge thanks to everybody who took the time out of their day to tune in and listen to our very first official episode on Morning Breath Radio. We hope you guys enjoyed. There will be plenty more episodes to come. We hope that you stay tuned for episode two, and we hope you guys have a really good day. All right. Goodbye, guys. Bye.